0: Yeah. It made me, you know, have this identity crisis. This so at the time I, I, I started secondary school, I was still bedwetting. Sometimes you're not wrong, you just have a different perspective and that's one thing that I have to learn. So it's either mm-hmm. they're weaponizing our beauty or they're sexualizing it. My fear of, of, you know, being, my fear of not being intelligent enough. Right, our insecurities
1: come from the things that we fear the most.
0: Hi, guys, welcome back to the Truth and Tales podcast with your favorite host, Victoria. And... Yummy! <laughs> Yay! welcome back guys we are super excited to make it to a brand new year yes. happy new year guys happy welcome new year. to 2023 yeah. wow it's amazing and god is awesome we are so glad and super excited for all the delicious truths and tales we have for you this year yes yes um and this year we are kind of mixing things up a little bit mm-hmm. to be able to bring in our own lives and our own journey yeah. into this channel right? Yeah. So, for the truth part of it, we'll be talking about our personal life, how we are navigating life. And then for the tales, we'll be talking about, of course, what you guys are used to, the tales of other people, their own life's journey, and sharing our own opinion, our wisdom, and our light to it, right? Yeah. So, yes, we are super excited yeah. to start this, and today we're actually starting that, okay? But before we get into that, remember that we are available on all of your podcast channels, yes. um, all your podcast platforms on Spotify, Core, wherever you listen to podcasts cast from just click on or search for truth and tales Mm -hmm. by Victoria and Yemi and you're gonna find us there. Okay also remember that we have our personal channels mine is Victoria Fash and Yemi's is Yemi yes Please check us out on YouTube. Okay Mm -hmm. all right so Yemi we are starting a new brand new everything new (laughs) this season just like the new year yeah so what is the truth that we'll be discussing today? yes you know like you already
1: said we are bringing in new things mm-hmm. year, year of freshness mm-hmm. new vibes new things yeah. you know mm-hmm. so um, <laughs> what were we be doing this year and I think we've already set up in year to you guys hope you guys had a good year Christmas celebration yeah. okay holidays was great okay mm-hmm. so we have you guys in mm-hmm. mind we have you guys in mind that's why we are doing all <laughs> these changes okay so um this year mm-hmm. we'll be doing something a little bit different not completely different from what we usually mm-hmm. do if you've been following the mm-hmm. podcast the channel for a while you know that we usually talk about truth and tales but then we decided that mm-hmm. we wanted you guys to get to know us better not not like know us know us, yeah mm-hmm. but know us. <laughs> but get to understand <laughs> some of the ways that we navigate life some of the things that we have dealt mm-hmm. with some of the challenges we have gone through and how we are just moving mm-hmm. through life and that's going to be mm-hmm. the truth that we'll be discussing henceforth okay usually we discuss yeah. truths and tales other people's truths and tales but now we are making it so much that you guys will be able to know our own truth and other people's tales yeah. Yeah. yeah so you guys so we'll be, we're going to be discussing um a truth and a tale a truth and a tale yeah so it's going to be this week we'll discuss a truth next the, the following week we'll discuss other people's tale and then the next week you guys mm-hmm. will get to know us a lot better or you know get to know some of the things that we have gone through okay so yes it's going mm-hmm. to be our truth and other people's tales moving forward yeah. okay today mm-hmm. we are going to be starting this new year's episode this first episode in the year with a truth okay yeah. and that means that we're going to be sharing and talking about the ways that we have navigated a particular issue and this week mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about insecurities okay how Mm. we have dealt with insecurities how we have managed Mm -hmm. our own insecurities some of the insecurities we have dealt with and you know just talking Mm -hmm. about insecurities in general okay so i'm really excited for this episode i'm really excited because over time if you've been following um our channel our podcast you would know that Mm -hmm. we have said it a good number of times that we both have something in common. <laughs> we both have something in common, and that is the fact that we both lied, yeah. or we did not say. Let, let's, let, let's not say lie. Mm-hmm. It was just half truths. Okay, we did not mm. fully disclose
0: our well. ages. Well, to, yeah, lies, <laughs> lies. <is light>, so.
1: <laughs> we did not fully disclose. Okay, we were not honest yeah. about our real age mm-hmm. with um. Husbands, then um, boyfriend, fiance, whatever you want to call it, yeah. but we did not fully disclose our age, and that's something that we have in common, you mm-hmm. know, and it's something that, you know, if you look deeply into it, it boils down to insecurities, okay, and that's what I'm really excited about yeah. today's topic, because I really want to know, maybe there are other things that Victoria has that she's not telling us that are insecurities, you know, <laughs> I really want to know, you know, to dig into that secret, you know, yeah. Victoria, so Hmm. Let's just start by, you know... The digger. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just talk about, like, are are there some insecurities that you've, like, dealt with? What are some of the insecurities that you have dealt with in the past? And, you know, before we even talk about how you even navigated, like, you Hmm. know, just share with us. Are you sure you want to go that route?
0: Because we'll not not leave (laughs) (laughs) here. We want to go there. Anyways. We want to go there. I was actually... Okay, well there's something I've been working on. I don't want to I don't want to say it out yet. <laughs> so for <laughs> you guys, just watch out. Just watch out. Okay. Anyway, okay. so I was actually working on that thing yesterday and I had to talk about some of the insecurities that you know I have been facing or that I have faced, you know, mm-hmm. especially prior to getting married. Because to be honest, I think that when we get married, some not all mm-hmm. some of our insecurities especially the one that has to do with our body we're kind of like whatever because at this point in time you know the, my also have to accept it. the way i am okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're right when we just met i was very insecure about my age and that's because growing up i have always looked older than my age yeah right so and most of the friends that i have around me you know we we they kind of are one year ahead of me. They are always one year older than me. So let me just give you a backstory. Yeah. I don't think I've ever shared this anywhere. Ooh. So um well, before- it <laughs> so, <laughs> so um so I lived and I grew up in the barracks, right? And apparently the year my mom got pregnant almost everybody in the in the same block the people i grew up with got pregnant at that time okay and my mom was the only one who didn't come back with a child because she lost the child that she had before me right but you know like a couple of months later she got pregnant again and gave birth to me Mm -hmm. so basically everyone around me are one year ahead of me. Oh. So when I they gave it to me, those are the people that I grew up around. And because I didn't like the idea that I was the youngest, because when you're the youngest, they would look down on you a lot. Yes. I, I don't know when it started, but I just guess I just went on with that age. Okay, well, this is my age. We are all the same age group. You understand? I don't even know how that happened. I just know that at a point for some point everybody was just the same age and i Mm -hmm. accepted that and i accepted it so much that at a point if cousin you know cousin of mine moved in i didn't want her to know my real age and then i lied about my age and then before i knew what was happening it became a habit that i usually forget my real age Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) no jokes Every time they ask me what your age is, I have to go and like, you know, calculate because mm-hmm. it gets, it has been embedded in my head that this is your age, right? And I, I did make a lot of mistakes. And when I mm-hmm. met my husband and, you know... I've always said it point blank. I wanted a man that was older than me, right? Yeah. So when I met my husband, obviously he was older than me. Uh, but I kind of felt insecure because I thought that okay, this man is already older than me. If I tell him what my real age is, that is the age of my death certificate, yeah. okay. If I tell it to him, it's going to he might not you might think I'm too young for him, yeah. and you know, I don't know, you know, which is not right. I mean, mm-hmm. don't lie about your age, tell the truth. I told him the truth. So when we just met, you know, he asked me my age, and I told him my general age that everybody knows. (laughs) it is so bad that even my close friends i opened up about my age to them i think a year before i got married that was when i actually told them this is actually my real age you are all older than me yeah um anyways so i am so i lied to him and eventually as we the day that was when we just met we hadn't asked me out then so i told him he asked me how old i was i told him you know a year older and you know it was like okay not bad and stuff like that and eventually when he actually asked me out i knew that and he asked me out on my birthday mm-hmm. i knew it was a burden in my heart because i cannot if i lied to him i mean you cannot lie about it yeah. for the rest of your life it's going to bite you in the ass someday so i opened up to him and i told him listen that age i told you is a lie this is my real age are you sure you want to get into something with me because i don't want you to start something thinking that i am yeah. somebody else right and that is not who i am so this is my age and he was like oh why did i like to him and i told him listen yeah it's something i've always been insecure about and stuff like that Honey, he mm-hmm. understood because he told me he also had that face also when he was with his friends mm-hmm. and you know You know, he also used to lie about his age, and because I think that age thing is something that many of us have lied about at certain (laughs) points in our lives, right? Is either you add to it, and the problem, the the issue now is that it's either when you the older you get, the the younger you want to be, but the younger you are, the older you want to be. So it gets to the point where you're like, I want to stick to my correct age, but Mm -hmm. you've been lying up that you're older. You understand that? So, anyways, yeah. So I did that, and then any other insecurities. So. I've always been insecure about you know my breasts. TMI.
1: <laughs> it's not CMI, growing. A
0: lot of people can <laughs> growing up. Before I met my husband, I've always been so and that's because when I was younger, people usually make fun of me. My friends, all my friends, they had nice body. Mm-hmm. You shot my butt, my my ass, my breast, my Seats. I used to be so insecure about my teeth. I, I mean, honestly, very, very stupid things we, we really, yeah. really didn't care about. Yeah. Anyways, um... Uh, and that's because people always made reference to those parts of my body. They always tell me I don't have ass They always remind Mm -hmm. me I don't have breasts. Mm -hmm. I have you know, you know a particular cousin that we grew up together and every time she got naked I felt so bad about myself I felt so Mm -hmm. insecure about my body because you know, you understand because I didn't think I was as gifted as they are And you know, people can be brutal sometimes your friends even as they are joking But they say stuff and it sticks to your head. So those things were insecurities for me green up, right? Mm-hmm. So what is yours? Oh, after you have heard all of mine for so let us hear. <laughs> so I think uh, uh, for me
1: uh, I share in your in your situation <laughs> I think I've been like like you said, is is it hmm. one of my biggest insecurities is not being heard, which is one of the reasons why hmm. I lied about my age with my okay, I, I don't want to use the word lie. I'm not using the word lie, okay? My I sister do not you lied. It.
0: Accept it. <laughs> you sure, they used to say that the first step to heal is accepting oh that you you have God. you are sick. You I, I did not pull <laughs> it
1: <laughs> you just know, chicken. yeah, you know, I, I I lied about my age just because I yeah. wanted to be heard, and that's something that I feel like has just mm. been with me because I was really, really young, and with my circle of mm. friends, I was not one year, not two years. Like I'm always really <laughs> younger than them, and I had big yeah. aunties and it's just like, you know, I just wanted to be, and I also was very skinny. I was very small. So aside from my mm. age, I was actually small. Like, I I look my age like i even look younger wow. than my age sometimes you know back in the day so wow. i always wanted to, and i had things to say so if it, it mm. always felt like if people look at me if they know mm. my age then they will be like oh this mm. is a small girl talking and it, has, it happened that is so it true. happened you know it happened that mm. i wanted to say something a, a while when i was much younger and they were like mm, it's it's small child, it's small child talk and i felt like oh, do you this know that is... same
0: thing happened to me you know and like, like i literally just had flashbacks yeah, exactly
1: you know I and you're just mm. like
0: i have something to say and you
1: know and eventually what yeah. you say is what they end up doing but then they will never give you mm. the accolade and be like okay it's because mm. she said it because oh they've already said it's small girl stuff mm. so i always wanted to be heard i wanted to just I want people, I wanted to be heard. And that was why, that was mm. one of my insecurities. So I lied about my age just to make them feel like it's not about my size, it's not about my body. Mm. And they'll be like, oh, you don't look your age, but they don't know. Like, mm. exactly like you said, like <laughs> some of my friends, they probably do not even yeah. know my real, I remember one of my friends that I lied to, we, mm. we, when Uni wanted we to go and submit a form, and I remember writing mm-hmm. my real age on the form because I've always used my real age on all yeah. my documents. So she saw the mm-hmm. document, she was like, ah, the way I reduce my age, like, ah, now for me, and I'm like, mm, my sister, <laughs> That's what my parents said we should do, so that we'll be able to walk. Ah. We'll be able to walk longer in Nigeria. Sure you know this. Is you know similar. that thing
0: happened to me. To when mm. I feel jammed from mm. my, my This my friend was also because we feel together. Sorry,
1: quiet. No, like <laughs> you just be, just be remembering all black. those little little details <laughs> when you're just yeah. there, tricking mm. yourself, lying to yourself, just because of insecurities. And I also struggle with my body as mm. well, which is my size and not having butt. I remember I used to wear mm. butt pad when it came out, I used to wear it, you know? Really? I used to wear it so. <laughs> if I'm wearing jeans like this, I'm wearing it, you know, so I used to wear it a lot because I felt like, oh, my, my front, when you see yeah. me from the front, I had hips, I had boobs, mm. but when you turn to the back, it was just, everything was just flat, like, not as flat mm. as some people, but it, like, it was just flat, somebody would even make jest, mm. like, did they iron, did they use iron to press your back down?
0: Ah. you know
1: know, and you have hips i'm telling you but if you're looking at me from the front i used to take pictures a lot from the front and from my side Mm. but from the back i just felt so insecure about it and i had really tiny legs like my legs are really really tiny like they they were just tiny so i didn't used to wear leggings Mm. i had a particular hairstyle Mm. that i used to wear like you will never catch me with some kind of hairstyle Mm -mm. everything has to be long down because i felt like i had long neck so it will cover for my for my neck you know and the th- funniest thing is that people would see me i remember there was one time oh that Lord. i undressed okay this is probably tmi i undressed in front of my mm. um some girlfriends some new girlfriends and they were like wow you have nice boobs like did you do surgery and then i'll get some compliments on my body but then i would never i, I don't see that I would, I, I would mm. just be bothered and so focused on those areas that I feel like oh, it's not up to. Like it's not at par with mm. the the average girl, you know. I struggle with that as well yeah. and um, I think I also struggled with not being, I don't know, not being enough, especially when I was in secondary school. Mm. I struggled with, mm. because at the time, and I know where that is coming from. So at the time I I, I started secondary school, I was still mm. bedwetting TMI again. So,
0: and myself inclusive, <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> myself inclusive? <laughs> so every time I, I, well, I feel like we're in
1: therapy I'm, I'm telling you. So, I, I, I don't think I've ever said it out publicly, you know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that was something that I was still doing. And for me, in, in mm-hmm. fact, the thing is, I didn't even know it was a problem, I didn't know it was a challenge because when I was growing up, like my parents took care of us, so if you bed well, they're just like, you know just handle it, mm. you know, and I didn't see it as a challenge, and I remember my, when my father was dropping me in body house, and he was like, ah, this is what you will learn, With all this uh, baby, baby mm. attitude that, you, that this is what you learn, things like that, and I wasn't really getting it, what mm. they were saying, <laughs> so when I just, like, it hits me, like, secondary school, I felt like I was very unprepared for that life, like, I just transitioned from mm. this girl, the pampering from home, and they just put me in body hands, and I didn't even know what to do, I didn't get that prep, so, like, they just put mm. me in that place, and I was just really, really confused and everything, so, I was still bedwetting So, every time every my mates were like they knew what to do. <laughs> I just didn't know what mm. to do. I didn't know what to do in terms of handling seniors, in terms of handling people. Even mm-hmm. my mates sometimes would send me on errands and I wouldn't even know that this person is my mate. Do you you understand? So, I was just like it was just a whole lot at that time. So, I felt like I wasn't mm-hmm. enough. I felt like i remember having mm. this um this girlfriend she wanted to be my friend and i remember writing a letter that i don't want to be your friend just because she i felt like she was They were more she's she they were richer or she was more popular mm. or something i didn't even know i just didn't feel like i was enough in secondary Worthy. school that area but then outside mm. when i came out of secondary school i think i just kind of like snapped out of it and i became opposite like i feel i felt like because i wasn't enough in Mm. this place going into university i want to be more than enough i want to be i was Mm. so full of myself let me put it that way so anything you do to me like i'm quick to reject it if you say something nasty Mm -hmm. to me i'm quick to like be like no i'm not taking that you know i was quick to really call out on anything that i didn't want and if i'm not calling out on something that i don't want i didn't like it, it affected my communication Let's just put that like mm-hmm. that. So I really was affected by not being enough. And I feel like it just boils down to not having enough um, information. I, I don't know. I was just not prepared at the time. So it just became an insecurity for me that I just felt like mm-hmm. I wasn't enough at that time. So I needed to be more. I needed to either no book or I needed to be... A, mm-hmm. I needed to just be something to prove to people that, yes, I'm here, you know. But then it never happened in secondary school. I never was among... I was never among the popular girls. I was never among those things so that's to be among the popular people died down but then i didn't want anybody to ride on me again i didn't want to be that person that people would look down on so i think it boils down to me even talking to people like you shouldn't be the last person you shouldn't be the one that people will look down on you shouldn't because i knew how it felt to be that girl Mm. when i was in secondary school you know so so those are some of the insecurities that i I remember now but i know that (sighs) we always have I know that we, as we go through, as we journey through life, there's just always going to be mm. something. Like, everybody has one insecurity or the other. There's just going to be something yeah. that, something about you that you, just, you don't feel adequate enough. You don't you're feel like with. it's at par. You don't feel like <clears throat> you have it enough. Especially because, you know, standards are always changing. Worldly standards, these yeah. things are always changing. Today, you feel like you're the miss, most pretty next tomorrow like this, mm-hmm. something else is out and you don't feel enough. Today you feel like you have it all figured yeah. out. And then you meet a guy that makes you feel like you're you a dummy. Or you meet a friend that mm. is like the best student. And you begin to look at yourself like okay, I also struggle with that as well in secondary school. Because when I was in primary school, what are you talking about? I was always taking faith. <laughs> like what what mm. i don't to think about it like it's my position it's my best choice <laughs> you know <laughs> that was the way and then yeah. i just entered secondary school my first position in secondary school i think they, it was like 20 20 20 something out of 30 wow. people in the class i was like what's happening here like in my class you mm. see like four people will take first that means there's no second and third mm. position the next position <laughs> will probably be fifth and then maybe five people are dragging fifth mm. and then maybe i'm like mm. where are these people coming from you know (laughs) so there will always be that thing that where you think that you are the best there will always be somebody that's ahead of you, and so those things like mm-hmm. cause insecurities for us
0: if we are not wise enough. You know, it's very interesting that you yeah. mentioned. <laughs> I mean, as you were talking, it was like you know, it was playing my life because when I was talking about mine, I talked about a lot about the physical insecurities that I dealt with, but emotionally mm-hmm. too. You know, there oh were a lot God. of things that I faced, and the the problem is that some of those things don't go away. And I'm glad that you were able to, mm-hmm. like, you know, cut it when you were in secondary school and try to speak up for yourself. Because I know that mm-hmm. when I was in primary school, I was also not among the popular kids right yeah. i was not among the kids who were popular my parents did not have money i was that child that you know yeah you know there was no money so every now and then i have to like borrow money now and then and you know move around the people who have money so that i can eat out of their food oh my god <laughs> i used to be you know that person that people did not want to associate with it took me a while to get my own clique in secondary mm-hmm. school i got to ss1 mm-hmm before I actually had that clique and even in that clique I was mm-hmm. always the odd person out you know the yeah. two friends in that clique were always very good they shared the same thing they they kind of they are they are. when it comes to um, parents wealth or whatever they were better yeah. than me so I was always mm-hmm. like the afterthought I was that friend that was relevant when the two of them are fighting so oh one of them God. would choose <laughs> me the other person you understand that so when I am fighting with any of them I was the one who didn't have anybody because mm. I, 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 just for some reason people did not really like to associate with you me. Didn't, you didn't and really matter. Also, I didn't matter, and this happened in primary school. You know, in primary school, you know, there, were, there was this girl when I was in <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> I don't even think, I mean, you know, we've all, all grown. When I was very, when we we're yeah. in nursery school, we're really close. You know, I remember when her parents were still alive, I would go to her house, her mom would give me food and stuff. In nursery school, we were so close, but then when we got to primary school, she started to, you know, she's from a wealth, not wealthy, but you know, her family is on okay. average. To me, yeah. at that time, they were wealthy, okay? You know, people that yeah. they give mm-hmm. to school, they. Give biscuits with your <laughs> lunch with eggs and stuff. Where me? <laughs> <laughs> 10 nera. It's only five nera. I got the food. Oh, ah, ah, my God. <laughs> See, my children never suffer in this life. Then, Our um, parents did as much as they could. My mom, of course, yeah. she did as much as she could afford. Okay. And we're always mm-hmm. taught to be content with what we had. But as a kid, your your yeah. classmates will not let you be content. They won't let no. you, they would not let you, you know, have peace. Anyway, so when we got to primary school, she was like my person. When we got to primary school, you know, she kind of had her own clique. And you know what they do also sometimes, you know. And I was not the most intelligent in primary school either, to be honest. I was the one, I think, the highest I ever got in second primary school was maybe fifteen maybe maybe 15 okay <laughs> although the class two used to reach like 39 40 but the mm-hmm. least i ever got was like 21st i was always in 2021 20, 2021 20, out of 35 mm-hmm. okay so i was not the most intelligent there were a lot of things that contributed yeah. to that because yeah. i got to secondary school and i realized that listen i am intelligent i'm badass okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it was a secondary school that you know i started to do better academically i got to secondary school before i started to you know have good grades you know at least mm-hmm. good grades i was never the first second or but down there i started to you know (laughs) for me getting like seventh position is like a big thing coming Mm. from what i used to get in primary school but in primary school i was not in a very good place mentally i was it was just a very bad time for me and then i didn't have friends also so it was in primary you know and then it was when i now got to ss1 that i had you know three clicks of friend again and in that same click you know okay I think I already mentioned that, that I was still the least of them mm-hmm. so intelligent wise I was book wise so I wasn't there. popular wise I wasn't there and then I think the most part that really affected me also was also the fact that at the time when all my friends were having boyfriends no guy was mm. approaching me you know no guy no way to no guy in my school was approaching me most of the guys again because and the reason is because i always looked older than my age and i always i've said that already so because of that many of my classmates found me intimidated or intimidating so to speak yeah they tagged me a bully even though i have never you know Bullied anybody. You I did not even anybody. know what a bully was, you mm-hmm. know at the time mm-hmm. But you know, they always felt intimidated around me. So I think because of that I kind of closed up However outside of school there were older guys like I mean very very hmm. older guys That were now like is me gone go, go go go." You understand that so yeah, it made me you know have this identity crisis this and because mm-hmm. again, People in school always saw me as older people outside saw me as older. I thought that okay, you know I might as well start to act like an older person even though Mm -hmm. I knew deep down that I you know I was not you know as old you understand that so So there were a lot of a lot and a lot of insecurities Mm -hmm. also, you know that I that I also faced I've never been a part of a clique I got to university before I knew what it meant to have healthy friends, you know Because then also I found God and I found my identity in Christ. I you know I didn't really care about anything, and then God brought me friends that were actually, you know, instrumental to my growth in life. You understand? Mm-hmm. But again, at that age, at teenage years, especially when you're a teenager. It's hard. It's tough yeah. for you to be the odd one out. It's tough mm-hmm. for you to be the one that people don't see, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm, I do things just because I want you to see me or notice mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Even at home, at the, you know, at the time because you know my you know when at some when my dad was still around before you know before he left and then died before he you know was transferred and posted with his job, I used to be the, you know, the child. But you know the the baby of the house now. I remember yeah. you know I can't I don't want to share all of that but you know my brother came along my brother was the only boy he was the last born and you know all the attention kind of shifted to him cool. so, yeah. so, <laughs> so it was always my brother or the sister who is the first born I was always that middle child that nobody really paid so close attention to so I used to act out a lot and annoy mm-hmm. my mom and then just to be able to kind of get attention it was yeah. always negative attention because I always ended up being beaten and flogged and whatever mm. but at the time I didn't know that was what I was doing now in retrospect I can you know look back and understand yeah. okay, this was why but anyways that aside all those have you know They are in the past to so God be the glory <laughs> okay? But but the problem also is that sometimes if you don't deal with your insecurities it gets to you I realized yes. that when I was in secondary school. I was that kid that didn't like to speak up I couldn't talk about you know, sometimes the teacher will ask a question I know the answer But because I'm afraid of being wrong because mm-hmm. I have been wrong a lot in primary school because I've been told that I've been wrong a lot I won't speak up. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, the instance you gave that you have something to say. I knew I was intelligent. As young as... You know, I was maybe, you know, in my 13, 14 years old. I have always known a lot about relationship. I don't know why. I listened to relationship myself. I listened to Bimbo yeah a lot. I started listening yeah. to Pastor King's Lokonko when I was like a teenager. I, you know, his TV series. I just, I just loved to listen about relationship. So mm-hmm. I remember there was a time when my church then, which is very weird, the first time they decided to start to talk about relationship, which is something they never used to do at the time because I attended CAC, okay? So, and they had this outstanding new talk show. I can never forget in my life and you know and that particular day they were talking about relationship and whatever and You know, somebody asked a question and I thought I had the answer. Of course. I was young. Of course I didn't have experience or so they thought (laughs) Of course, Mm -hmm. you know, they were you know, I'm not as intelligent as you know Or I was not as experienced or give any wish I had an answer and I wanted to speak and you know I was so excited to answer that question. But the moment I carried my mic there was a guy that I had a crush on. He was very way older than me, right? I heard him say that, ah, what does this one want to say? I didn't mm-hmm. you know in that moment, I literally changed everything I was. I just gave a random answer and I sat down mm-hmm. because, and, and it followed me. And then I realized that even when I grew mm. older in school, you know, sometimes it was a problem for me to speak up when I have something to say. When, you know, when i was working when i started working then i was always that person that always hid i don't want my boss to notice me i don't want people to know me i realized that i started to hide myself you know it took me a while to be able to get that and i think that it was actually after i started you know my internet kind my youtube channel i think that Mm -hmm. i started to find my voice right because i knew that i had so much in me but i didn't Mm -hmm. have an a, an outlet to express it too, right yeah. so yeah, so I think when I started my channel, and then people started to give responses and stuff like that. It kind of helped me in my confidence and mm. the funniest thing now is mm. that i am that person that does not keep quiet in class like everybody it's so bad that now when my professors i was not like that in university too because yeah. i was a very very quiet person in university also i graduated with the first class i was intelligent but i never thought i never believed that i was intelligent so mm. i wouldn't speak when others were speaking but when it comes to exam i always excelled right but when you know when but now i'm just saying like the contrast now i am still intelligent i am still you know but the addition to it now is now i have a voice i'm that person mm-hmm. that when i'm not in class my like my professors they notice mm-hmm. where's victoria where, where is she not here they've sent me a text message are you coming to class today because mm-hmm. when i'm there i make the conversation interesting people come you know my i'm, I'm talking about my class we have people from different walks of life different countries different yeah. different continents and they are like hey you know i love it when you talk i love when you you know people have actually mm-hmm. at, like i love when you talk in class you're so funny you make class interesting and stuff like that and that was me if i think about me years back i wasn't that person mm-hmm. right so anyway so i guess we'll talk now about what we've done unless you have yeah. something to add Emi.
1: yeah i think um one thing that i just uh, i realize is that most times, uh, most times, right? Our insecurities come from the things that we fear the most. Comes mm. from our fears. For mm. example, like you know, um, you you sometimes we fear that okay, um, maybe I, I was broke. My parents lived in poverty or something because mm. like that's one of the insecurities of of people that I a lot of people that I know is like they're, they're just so insecure about their bank account the bank account must never mm. go down just because of you know just being afraid that you never want yeah, to go, broke you go again. back to maybe yeah. yeah so they're just so insecure about that thing when you see them finances they're a little bit g- 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 sometimes mm. our fears make us insecure and it's not all yeah. the time that our fears becomes our insecurities but most times because i remember like another thing that i i, I remember that is an insecurity mm. for me that even now i just like manage it it's just i'm mm. afraid of failing Mm. um I'm, I'm 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 very insecure <laughs> about failing and i'm very i'm i'm very very particular about disappointing people like mm. and it's something that i it's not like i disappointed anybody and they looked down on me and i'm like from then and i said no it was because i've always been the child that was approved and mm. um, they want i got that approval all through from my parents from home i got the approval mm. you know so because of that i felt like i have to produce I felt like i have to like i cannot fail i cannot mess up i cannot you know you Mm. just cannot you know so you just have to do anyhow. you can't do anyhow so because and it's not because you can't do anyhow to to be the best it's just because they will now change i will not be the bad one i will not be the one that Mm. so i didn't want to be in that box where i'll be the one that is not getting the approval so it became Mm. an it it became an insecurity but then i never let it out i don't tell anybody i remember recently i was just like studying for something and I remember telling my husband that oh I don't want to get average like I did a test I did a mm-hmm. test like practice and I got like average and i told him that I want to get above above average that I remember there was one time that, you know I gave one of of one of my results my jam result I think I got 200 and something my f- very first jump I got 205 mm-hmm. or so in it and I, I showed my dad the script and I was like oh so you to your average I cannot forget that statement hmm. and i've hmm. always been approved i've always been intelligent so you know hmm. and then 205 was a big deal out of 400 like even the quarter mark for then that kind of, <laughs> was, was 180 yeah was 180. i also and got, I got, got in my
0: first trial
1: I, hmm. my, my dad was like oh so you and i'm sure he just made, he said that thing and he never thought yeah, of it of as a big deal because he has constantly approved of him. me hmm. he has constantly but since then, so I told him that day that I didn't want to get... And I said, are you past now? This is past now and all of that. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I want to get something that is way, way above average. And that has just mm-hmm. been at the back of my mind just because I just don't want to disappoint. I just don't want to get average. I want, if yeah. I'm going to pass, let me pass well. Do, do you understand? So it has always been a thing in me. But then those things, it, it was just easy for me to snap When I realized that I'm, I'm there, like sometimes in, 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 in uni, I don't go to classes sometimes just because it's stressful. I, I won't go. But then I'll pass, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember that even when people are complaining about, oh, they particular, maybe they wanted to get 90, they gave them 89, they're complaining about that one mark. I'm just like, I'm unbothered. Just because I was actively making sure that this thing is not going to define me. This is not going define to be a part me. of me, you know? so. Yes, I think it's just like, a, 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 let's just go into like how we dealt with like yeah. how we are dealing with it or how we have dealt with it. Oh, and yeah. I would say how we are dealing with it because there's, there, like I said, yeah. there's, there are still some insecurities that are just still there, you know. They're just still there mm-hmm. and some may even pop up in the future. I feel like yeah. as you grow in life, as you move up, as mm-hmm. you up, upscale. There will be new Mm -hmm. insecurities like now some of the things that i was never bothered about like you Mm -hmm. know being the best at something like people choosing me over somebody else it was never a thing for Mm -hmm. me but now with going on youtube with you know going selling digital products Mm -hmm. and doing things like Mm -hmm. that going on the online space and you see other people Mm -hmm. that are doing these things and you'll feel like oh why are people choosing that person over you And then Mm -hmm. you begin to feel insecure about it, and all those things that you feel like maybe you're not doing enough, maybe you're not good enough. Those things Mm -hmm. were never a part of me. But now, because I've opened myself up to certain things, new insecurities have come up. So, yes, that's I'm just like saying that, yes, if you have some insecurities, there's no need to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's something that we all experience. So, how have we been managing it? Because we have not finished (laughs) dealing with this. So, how have we been dealing with it now is the question.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so what are some Mm -hmm. of the things that helped you? On this
0: navigating insecurity mm. phase of life. <laughs> well, I think the first thing that I will always attribute it to is the Holy Spirit. Because trust mm-hmm. me, you cannot do life without the Holy Spirit. I don't know if yeah. you are doing it. I don't I know if you are surviving. But well, me, I agree. I <laughs> because agree. the Holy Spirit always has a way of bringing you back help If you have been managing you. your life safe, when you meet the Holy Spirit, it will be at its I'm at its excellence. It will mm-hmm. it will just bring so you know the moments that thought, because that's the thing, the Bible says that taking captive thoughts and imaginations, because it is mm-hmm. through thoughts and imaginations that the devil yeah. puts thoughts in your mind. It tells you you're you not enough. It tells you, mm-hmm. you know, you can never achieve this. Oh shut up, keep yeah. quiet. What if you're mm-hmm. wrong? They are wiser than you. I remember when I just started this in my master class, my very first class was a disaster because you know, <laughs> if mercy was here, she would <laughs> she would tell you people all the story right so we in class and you know these american people when they start to talk sometimes i cannot hear what they're saying because they mm-hmm. all sound so intelligent with their accent yeah. and their, you know and they're <laughs> you know this this they sound so intelligent and I remember the moment the first class I went to, In short, the first two classes because on my first day should I came to the US today, the second day I started classes and I had two classes, the first two classes I went to, I felt so small, I felt insignificant mm-hmm. and what I started mm-hmm. to look for is, who oh, in this class am I better than, who oh, can I, who, 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 you know, does it look yes, like, that? Oh. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I I felt so small and and I got, and you know, I left the class. So, the first class I left, I didn't feel good. And then I went to the second class, I felt worse. And then I called Mm -hmm. my husband that night and I told him that I don't think I'm going to survive this class. I don't think I'm going to pass. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone is intelligent. That I flopped. I was supposed to give a presentation and I flopped big time. And Mercy was listening to me as I was talking and then when she finished, she was like, do you know that you are so hard on yourself? Do you know that many of the things Mm. that you were saying, I didn't even see it. Many people did not even see it. You understand? But because I had already evaluated myself based Mm. on everybody and I've decided that they are more intelligent than I am, Mm -hmm. I felt small. And that thing, Mm -hmm. I got home, I got home that day and the way the Holy Spirit dealt with me, you know, on that thing. But anyways, um the holy spirit Mm. always gets the credits you know and 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 then one thing i had to tell myself especially when i'm dealing about well on speaking up on speaking out and you know my fear of of you know being my fear of Mm -hmm. not being intelligent enough right is you know one thing the holy spirit always reminds me is it's okay to be wrong if you're not wrong Mm -hmm. you will never you will not know if you don't try if you're not wrong you will not know what's the right thing to do it is okay that's to be it. wrong don't be afraid to say what you're saying you know mm-hmm. failure does not define you failure no. means that you now have an idea of how not to do it or what mm-hmm. it is not but if you don't speak out you will not know so speak out <laughs> say your mind and if you're right sometimes you know sometimes you're not wrong you just have a different perspective and that's one mm-hmm. thing that I have to learn when I was mm-hmm. when I started my master's degree everybody yeah. in America has a different perspective. these people don't have a problem all their life they've <laughs> yeah. had the system working for them they've had had, you know, exactly. the kind of education they had. Yeah. Do you know the education I had? Me being in school, there's no fun sitting down on on, on, on stick in shorts. Mm-hmm. There's a lady in my class. She's from Rwanda. The two of us, when when, when Americans start to complain about their life, we used to sit down. When wonder. We just laugh to ourselves like you guys. <laughs> you are in school. You have conference change, are You, you, you are saying that this class is not beautiful enough. Come and sit down on the quackle and the blackboard mm-hmm. that they're using to teach us at home. You understand that? I have to realize that I don't have the same I cannot compare my 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 life with these people because we don't have the same experience. The way mm-hmm. they see life is totally different from how I see life. Yeah. We don't have the same values. What they value is different. So I speak and when I speak now I say from my own, from my perspective this is what I think. It -hmm. might not be what you think but it doesn't mean I am wrong. You are saying yours, I am saying mine. And sometimes I might be wrong. Sometimes your perspective might shed the light that my background Mm -hmm. did not afford me the opportunity to know or to understand and I I will learn from that. But it doesn't mean that I was wrong because I spoke. Everybody's intelligence is based on their own experiences and this is my experience. Mm -hmm. This is Mm -hmm. my level and I speak from that. You understand? I am willing to learn. I am willing to feel, but I'm willing to also, you know, learn. And it does. It's not. It's not as easy as that because sometimes I will say something and I will be wrong, and I will feel so bad and I'll beat myself yeah. up. And then the Holy Spirit will come again and tell you, "Listen, mm. you have the mind of Christ." And that's one yeah. thing that I did when I was in when I was in uh, university because I realized that I cannot be average. God did not create me to be average. I have yeah. the mind of Christ. There is no way. I can be not intelligent when I have the mind of Christ. God that mm-hmm. created the whole human being, mm-hmm. created me like complete like mm-hmm. this. You know, so I started to prophesy what God said about me to myself. And that was how I started to excel. In, my, in short, that started when I started writing Yike uh, and Jam. I had to start telling myself, you are intelligent. The Bible says you have the Holy Spirit that will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit no matter, know his English. And that was mm-hmm. when I started to engage the Holy Spirit. And that was when I realized that, oh my God, I am not dumb. I am not, Mm -hmm. my head is not blocked. Things can actually Mm -hmm. stay in my head. I just need to, you know, find that, first of all, know Mm -hmm. who I am. Know Mm -hmm. know that this is the person that I am. I am created to be complete. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I have the Mm -hmm. mind of Christ. I have, you know, the Bible says, whoever lacks wisdom to ask. This is me. This is how, whenever I am in a, in a, in a, in a fix. Whenever I'm confused, yeah. I always go yeah. back to the word. I always, what does the word says about this? What does God mm-hmm. says about this? And then I tell yeah. myself, I tell my memory, you cannot be blocked because the God mm. that created you cannot create a thing. When God created me, He said, he, he, "I was very good, very good." Mm-hmm. You know, not yeah. good like the bed, not good like when He created the stars. He said, "Me, I was very good." There is no way okay. you can be dumb anyway. So. I had to learn that it's okay to be wrong sometimes because when you're mm-hmm. wrong, you learn new things. Um, not mm-hmm. compare myself with other people because our experiences yeah. and our life's journey are not are the different. same. I also yeah. learned, you know, that you know, Professor, I see yourself the way God sees you. It really helps. Yeah. And the last thing that I would say is, I am more than my body, and that's what I always tell myself. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, I still, you know, my friends still, you know, maybe we are changing together, you know, and they still remove their clothes like, ah, ah your breast is fine. <laughs> mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm, and yeah. Still some Some days that I still look at myself and I'm like, "Ah, I wish I had this more. I wish I had that more But I tell Mm -hmm. my, you know, I go back again again. I am more than my body. I am intelligent I am There are things I have and that's one thing you need to remember That there are things you have that people wish they had that thing that you think is a problem Trust me. Nobody's looking at nobody's looking at it. Even Mm -hmm. if they're looking at it, trust me They have their own insecurities when people point out your insecurities because they are trying to you know, Forget about their own their insecurity. They're yeah. trying to change the subject from their own insecurities mm-hmm. and focus on yours Everybody has something that they are struggling with and that's something I had to learn as an adult that everybody has their own This is my own but this does not define me. I am more than my body. I am more than my appearance I am more on the inside in short at a point I started mm-hmm. to think that I would never get a man to marry me because a lady told me that i remember i was in church in the bathroom and she i was looking to myself in the, in the listen i literally was looking at myself and telling myself i'm beautiful and the lady came into the bathroom in church and told me ah, ah, you sure say you go see him and marry you like this with your dry body and do you hmm. know that that's stuck in my head for a long time i thought i would never find a man to marry me but at the point i said hey the man that will marry me is a cash you see the cash, the cash. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the person i am mm-hmm. on the inside hmm, is way better than whatever you may carry yeah. on the outside you understand yeah. that so yeah anyways that is how i yeah. have been able to, and i am still you know dealing with my with it dealing reminding with myself me. every day yeah
1: Mhm. i love that i love that like uh how do we how do we <laughs> add to that now <laughs> You know, I love that. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't, like, the the biggest point is, like, you know, what you said about the Holy Spirit and, you know, having Mm. a relationship with God, just, even if your life was good, hmm, Mm. you think it's good until when you meet the Holy Spirit, it becomes better, it becomes sweet, it becomes excellent. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You know, sometimes we tend to forget, especially because we operate in the world, we live in the world, and we we operate in the terms of the world, you know. Sometimes Mm. somebody will come and be like, um you are this, like, somebody will come and use the standard of the world to measure, you, you, we use the standard of the world to measure up our, ourselves, because that's mm-hmm. the world we live in. And sometimes, mm-hmm. for example, you look at somebody else, maybe the standard is somebody with hips and all of that, and you look at that, and because of that, think you are not beautiful. But that's mm-hmm. not what you are, that's not That's not who you are in reality, mm-hmm. you know? It's just somebody, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, it's not that some, some people don't have this kind of, For example now in this part of the world i realize that most times people find you not to be friendly if you're not doing some certain things like for example if you don't drink if you don't smoke if you don't club if you don't do certain things they just assume you're not friendly i mean like they just find you more welcoming when they like yesterday Now i went to buy lighter and mm-hmm. I've walked up to this kiosk so many times to buy things and they're never really bothered about me. Just buy, oh, hi, and, and go. So I went to buy lighter. I me, mean, I wanted to use it for my scented candles, actually. So mm-hmm. I, I think the person assumed maybe I, was, I wanted to use it for cigarettes or something. I don't know. And Seriously? they warmed up to me and they were smiling to me. And I went out and I was like, wait, oh, is it because <laughs> I came to buy this thing? And so because of that, now you that you're mm-hmm. coming from, Maybe a background or somewhere where you don't do these things and you, are, you want mm-hmm. to be accepted by people and you realize that, you know. So I'm just saying that the worldly standard already, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and it's not your own standard. So yeah. leaning to the Holy Spirit to help us for this kind of situations to help us deal with the, our insecurities mm-hmm. is one of the best ways. Because like we said, this thing is ongoing and the Holy Spirit is the only stable source that we Mm. have you know yeah so yeah totally totally agree with that and also you know what you said about redefining your perspective based on the word you know Mm -hmm. affirming yourself giving yourself a new Mm. perspective because like you said it's our thoughts is the things Mm. that we think about is how we magnify those things how you're very self-critical of yourself and that's Mm -hmm. one thing with Mm -hmm. me as well
0: Mm. when
1: something happens i'm very critical like i said like when my father just said something like that and i'm just thinking and every time i see a grade, i'm thinking I am just magnifying it. Whereas the man is there, Hmm. And you know, funnest thing, I later found out Mm -hmm. with one of my my dad's um my dad's very close friend is also like um like our own age grade. We're in the same class at Mm -hmm. the same time. We did work everything together. I didn't know that my father would take my results to his own I'm dad the dad that. will use it to insult that boy like look a woman like you <laughs> she passed you in this you subject imagine? like he will leave this they will compare the two results and insult yeah. him this guy never liked me I never liked him mm. I didn't mm. know that just the same way his my dad would bring his own results to use it to tell me look <sighs> look at your mates He got uh, this imagine? thing the same way so we never liked each other because he felt like I was mm. proud and when he sees me me like this ah, I will form me I'm a more, <laughs> you know I will just carry my shoulder. My shoulder pride is always I. So he assumed that's me, pride, all this. And he never liked me, not knowing. And you know, that's just what we were saying about standard of this world mm-hmm. those are the standard they measure me against another person and they're using it to probably say things to me i remember that time that i got 205 in, in my results he got probably 213 or 230 something and mm-hmm. you know comparison all those worldly standards against yours mm-hmm. is it's, it's not about it's not that you are not good in yourself it's not that you're not the best in yourself but when they begin to compare it with another person that's when there's a problem. That's when those yeah. those insecurities come in. So that's something mm-hmm. that we need to like that's something I realized quickly and I started to tell myself is that it's not that I'm not good. It's just that I'm measuring it against something else. Mm-hmm. I then need to stop measuring it against another thing. And I became so full mm-hmm. of myself. I love myself so much. They be uh, no 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 no. no, no. <laughs> if, you, if you if you if you mess me like <laughs> From university on, yeah. I loved myself, mm. like, to mm. the point that I don't care about the next person. I just mm. felt like me, I'm, I'm good in myself. I'm, like, mm. I'm okay. I'm perfect. You see, they say, mm. and those things that I feel like they're still insecurities, I find a way to manage it. Like, my hairstyle, not wearing leggings. Mm. I just, and I would not tell you. It's only a few people that know me and know these things, that know that, yeah. okay, this is why I use this. Hair. I will not tell you. But if you see me mm. walk about, ah, almost with pride me with Mm. with pride because i just with my long neck (laughs) with my my long neck and and nobody would know that yeah this is something that this girl is 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 going through so that's something Mm. i quickly learned early on that when i measure myself against another person that's when the problem is so i just Mm. forget about it i just try to see myself in the way god sees me you know knowing that i'm i'm all right knowing that yeah. if somebody doesn't choose yeah, me if they right. choose yeah more than enough I'm, I'm all right you know so if somebody doesn't mm-hmm. choose me if they choose another person it's maybe the there's laws. something that connects them it's not about me it's not my, exactly. about my own intellect it's not about my own body it's not about and i just mm. learned and and i don't know i think it's just the grace of god you know I quickly, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I quickly snap out of it. I mean, there was a time that my husband was asking me that all my friends are doing things there, and I really I I will talk about it to my husband. I'll be like, ah, this person has gotten a good job. Ah, this person has done this. Ah. I mean I'm there, jobless. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, You, don't you ever get jealous of them? And I'm like, for why? If they are doing <laughs> it, it means that it will rub up for of me. Like, I will use it to brag yeah. so that like, people will know that I know people. What's my own? Like, yeah. but now. Some insecurities are coming that i'm not able to use those things that i used to do in the past to manage mm-hmm. so what do i do i go back i, I like honestly it's, it's, it's just god like i quickly mm-hmm. i don't know and i think it boils down to you putting a lot of positive things in your mind before those negative mm-hmm. things come because before mm-hmm. those negative thoughts expand before you're being critical like before i used to be self-critical but then i learned that nothing you do you do it of your own wisdom even the even the thoughts even the will, even the, the mm. idea, everything mm. is not from you. It's God. So yeah. to, w- to win, to lose to so everything, is not, it's not by me. Okay. So what was the point? Mm. Why feel so gra-gra? Why not disappoint? And of course, these things we forget quickly. But then I'm reminded mm. because constantly I feed myself with positive things, with the word of God, with, with scriptures, that when those thoughts quickly come, mm, I snap out of it. And another mm. thing I've learned is to be, to be joyful with life, honestly. Mm-hmm. to be joyful mm-hmm. with life. I, I don't know. It's, it's mm-hmm. to, to just approach life with joy, to just not mm-hmm. let things yeah, get to you. Be- mm-hmm. There are so many things that can get to us. There are so many things, even about you. Sometimes I will look at my leg now and those things I used to be insecure about. My husband mm-hmm. will look at this leg and be like, at this leg, I will just laugh about <laughs> it. Things that people would say to me and expect it to be like, I remember I lived a generous and full life, especially in China because I was just very joyful. I didn't, And at that time, i already started working in my relationship with God. And so I would just, mm-hmm. things that people would say to you and expect that, I, I, this thing should, uh, I use it to laugh. I've turned it to humor, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. And later on, I might sit down and be like, oh, why did this happen? But quickly, I'll be like, oh, well, there's no point. I won't sit down to wallow in my pain. I won't sit down, like, I just find mm-hmm. a way to quickly snap out of it. And I think just finding a way, finding humor, finding joy those little, little things, things you like, things you don't like, it's just it. And one thing, I would ju- mm-hmm. um, one thing I would just say, finally, concerning beauty and, you know, because I know a lot of people have this body um, insecurities. A lot of people have, especially women, have this body insecurities. It's for you to know that our society have a way of weaponizing women's body. Have a way of weaponizing mm-hmm. women's beauty. They will turn it to your armor, you know. And I, I, this thing just came to me when you were mm-hmm. talking about That's so true the, 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 the affirmation you said to yourself that you are more than yeah. your body. That is mm-hmm. it. Mm. I think it's a very powerful statement to tell yourself every day that I am more than mm-hmm. my body. That's that's deep. That's powerful because the society that we live in, especially women, every little curve, every mm. uncurve, every my flat area, my every, every mm. it is they will weaponize it. They will turn it, it into crazy. something. Else. They will, if, if they're not weaponizing it, they're sexualizing it. So something mm. that you don't have, you feel like you're not beauty You're not beautiful. Something you have, you feel like you should use it to lord over another person. So is either they're, they're weaponizing our beauty or they're sexualizing it. And you feel like that's the next thing to do. No. Like, if, if you did not take anything from this episode today, take that word hmm. and put it on your mirror every morning. If you're dealing with insecurities, body insecurities, and tell yourself, I am more than my body. Man, that's, that's, that's yeah. deep. I will add it to my list of my affirmations. Right? Even though I've never got <laughs> a body I can, like you said. If I'm married now. If you worried about, I, I,
0: I mean, and if you're worried about, you know, maybe you will not marry because of your body. I can uh? give you a list of coffee people that mm-hmm. do have a body. If you think that, see, eh, right. men, The girls they want to sleep with. They know what they're looking for the girls they want to marry it's a different thing they're looking for so instead of bothering so much about mm-hmm. what you are not on the outside yeah unless it is guys that will sleep with you that you are looking for a uh-huh. hair but instead of worrying about that if you're looking for a committed long-time partner work on mm-hmm. who you are on the inside i That's remember one it. day i was asking the holy spirit that you know i was praying to god to give me bigger boobs oh god oh god victoria, victoria. <laughs> why? Be, i'm why not do, not do that? why do you do that <laughs> i was praying i said god why not why would you Mm -hmm. give me you know and all of that and the only spirit said that i will give you the day you stop worrying about it i will give it to you the day you stopped talking about it but you know the funniest thing is the day i stopped it stopped being a problem for me i didn't get it but then i realized that i didn't need it you understand so i don't think that the only spirit was going to make my boobs bigger. i think it was just a matter of stop thinking about this yeah. and realize that it's not even in need for you that yeah. was like big mm. for me right because mm-hmm. i remember that day when i when i prayed i prayer and you know and i heard that thing in my spirit but later when i remember i'm like oh this spirit, you did me for one night <laughs> 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 the only spirit does not do for one night but it made yeah. me to change my perspective like sometimes when this people tell you something but it is not necessarily what is is saying you understand mm-hmm. because I got to realize that what it was actually saying is you need to stop seeing this as a problem then yeah. you realize that you don't even have a problem to begin with right mm-hmm. anyway so yeah thank you yeah. so much Yemi yeah for, you know yeah. this topic you actually asked us to talk about this and I am like this oh. has been such a very I think this is one of the yeah. videos it's that I've enjoyed shooting coming.
1: it's just been a long time <laughs> coming <a> <laughs> I think that's it yeah yes. I think
0: that's it let yes, no
1: so. yeah yeah sorry mm-hmm. let, let us know what you guys think in the comment section if you are comfortable sharing let us know some of the uh, insecurities that you've dealt with. Maybe we might just talk about it in another episode. Maybe it's something that we've dealt yeah. with, you know. Let us know some yeah. of the insecurities you've dealt with or anything that you would yeah. like us to even talk about on this truth, that on this new section that mm. we are, you know, on this truth episodes. Okay? Let us know if mm-hmm. there's any topic you would want us to talk about or if there's anything you just feel comfortable sharing with us in the comments. Let us know yeah. if you can relate, if you cannot relate, if you have any um, tips or ideas on how you have been able to navigate or, de- or uh, have you've been able to deal with insecurities if you feel like you're over it. You know, let us just know in the comment section. And if you're not taking yeah. anything away today, just take it right. it up there. I am more <laughs> than my body, okay? I'm more than all of my insecurities. <laughs> God has made yeah. all of us perfectly. You know, God mm-hmm. has made us perfectly. Your brain, your mind. I mean, mm-hmm. like, the way God mm-hmm. apportioned this thing. Some people have physical strength. They don't have mental strength. Some yeah. people have mental strength. They don't have physical. Some people have physically good-looking. They don't have... Um, Character. Exactly. You know, so just know that, of course, God does not give anybody bad character. Let me just put it that way. Okay, <laughs> you have bad character, you know, you. it's you. But then, you know, just some people are just very good with words. Some people yeah. are more friendly. Certain some people things. are just warm. Yeah. Some people have this charisma. You know, mm. God apportion everything. And I, I think it's it, 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 mm-hmm. from what you said, like, it's not a need. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a need. So everything mm-hmm. that God has blessed us with, we need it. You know? So, yeah, let's just mm. go with that mindset. And you know what? We're rounding up. We're rounding up.
0: <laughs> yes, let's round so up because this video has entered one hour. <laughs> yes.
1: anyways thank you guys so much for listening today, and don't yes. forget that this podcast is available on all your podcast platform don't forget to follow mm-hmm. us if you are yet to subscribe please do click on the subscribe button and turn in your bell yeah. notifications so you don't miss out on mm-hmm. any of our videos especially the videos that are coming this year you don't want to miss out yes. and you can check out on you our don't. channel on the episode that we have done you might find one or two things help one or two videos mm-hmm. helpful for you and don't forget to follow mm-hmm. us on our private now I, I was about to say private <laughs> on personal our personal channels. Channels, okay my channel is yeah. Yemi Adeji, and Victoria is Victoria Fash all of the links will be mm-hmm. in the description box just check just click on more and you will see all of these details mm-hmm. in the description box thank you guys for watching and as yeah. always we remain your favorite host yemi and victoria yay <laughs> bye guys bye <laughs>